Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the This Is Us After Buzz show. This is season one, episode two, called The Big Three. We are going to take a blast to the past and see how it all got started, and we learn a little bit more about each character and why they are the way they are now. And don't forget the big twist at the end, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Gotta give it a little something. <laughs> We're taking it back. We're old school Mandy Moore. We're I loving love it. Mandy from Mandy. <laughs> Welcome to This Is Us. We are so excited. What a great episode. I'm one of your hosts, Whitney Lane. You can keep up with me and all about this show. I'm at Southern underscore Wit on Twitter. Hi guys, I'm JJ Jorgens, and you can follow me at JJ Jorgens. Hey guys, thanks for watching. My name is Amber Plaster, and you guys can tweet at me at Amber Plaster, and I'm at Amber Plaster22 on YouTube. Hey everybody, my name is Erica Shannon, and you can follow me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh y'all. Oh, <laughs> and welcome, JJ. Thanks guys. I'm so excited to be able to join this one, so thank yeah. you guys for having me. Yeah. Very excited us. to get the call for this. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. Let's dig in, because yep. with this music, I don't even know. We gotta take it back. <laughs> Man, that stash. Dang jackhead. Let's just get started. Good stuff. You see, like, I love how they put, and this is what's so fun, is when you go back and you look at articles on it and how they, like, give you little hints at the time period, which I missed the first episode. Oh, totally. Yeah. And then yeah. you see, like, their crock pot in this one and, like, the random juices that they're giving the kids. Mm-hmm. So now they're Man. going straight into it to, like, yes, we're in the past we now. We are in the yeah. past. We've got a serious stash. <laughs> and they got, they got real. The props department went all out. I love it. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I, okay... I, my favorite treat when I was a little kid was, like, cereal. <laughs> like, just that junk cereal, like, the, the, the Captain Crunch and the Cinnamon mm, Sugar Toast, so whatever. Uh, and, like, seeing seeing all of those, like, high fructose, like, <laughs> cereals that, like, I grew up with, I was just like, <gasps> like, I love, it just, like, made my brain so happy to see those again. So, like, it was kind of cool to really travel back to that. Not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I still eat those. Do you? Yeah. Oh, In man. my pantry right now. Oh, man. I it will made me say, want some. If that, if, if one day I'm just like, gosh, I'm just trying to binge eat some cereal right now, yeah. I do go for the Lucky Charm Cinnamon Toast Crunch and, like, take it back to, like, Literally third grade. the two things in my pantry right now. I love yeah. it. Well, we kind of see, that now we see the kids at eight years old, so it's kind of interesting. We're starting to get that character development now, and we see kind of why they act the way they do as the adults that we see. So it's very cool. So why don't we talk about each one of them? Maybe start with Kate, because she kind of has a storyline that's very obvious at this point. She was already struggling with her weight at eight years old, her mom telling her to eat fruit only, that sort of thing. What do you guys think? Mm -hmm. I, th- I thought it was interesting because her her mom is so nice and understanding. And typically, when you see a child be really that worried about weight, that the mom is kind of overbearing and kind of like you know you need to work out. Da da. Like she wasn't like that. Um, she actually kind of reminds me of my grandma, who is stunning and so thin. But like as a child, she was overweight, and I don't think that ever really went away. Um, with her parents being like, everyone gets to have seconds. Well, your brothers get to have seconds and you don't. Mm. Just like little things like that mm. that like kind of messed her up for like a long time. And now she's thin, kind of like that girl at the, at the meeting. Mm-hmm. But like in her mind, she's like, oh, well, I, I, you know, I have to count my calories and I have to. And I'm like, you know, like, Grandma, you're stunning, like whatever. And she's like, no, no, but I won't be if I don't watch everything that I eat. And like it just st- after like a few years, maybe it's the formative years. I don't I don't know. But like seeing 
like young Kate be like eight years old and already be like, okay, I ate all the fruit today. Like I was like, oh no, my heart. It is sad, but you see, like obviously, it it has to be something genetic for her as well, though, because her mom is trying to give her like healthy ways of being. Like she's saying, let's do this together. We'll be healthy together. So it's not in a way that's making her think. That something's wrong, but yeah. I'm sure always getting something different from her brothers, which has to be hard when guys lose weight like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. And growing totally. up with that has to be difficult. Because you don't see her necessarily being made fun of for any reason at that age, but you see her constantly thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Which is stuck with her, obviously, till she's 36, and mm-hmm. always, literally every moment of her day, thinking about what she should be eating, or counting calories, or will this dress fit? It's really like such a it's a hard struggle for her mm-hmm. i thought it was really mm-hmm. honest too that she admitted that to toby who i'm in love with i'm in love with toby i'm sorry the <laughs> every the single girl in this room and out there deserves a toby that's oh all my god exist. i'm like give me a toby already He's so perfect he like hears her when it's vulnerable and he hears her and he listens and he responds but he can also make it light for her and like I don't know he is he is all there and he is into her and it's I love this relationship yeah, so he, much yeah. he is definitely like one of my favorite characters he just every single line he has is literally you can't even write <laughs> them all business. down exactly and he's just <laughs> yeah I agree like exactly what you said he's just he's always there for her and but also doesn't let her like really get away with the pity party either you know like he has a good good line of like knowing when to pull her back from that or like distract her or you know and I loved like when he I love tonight when he's like yeah slipped in sex casually you know (laughs) (laughs) he's so so good I I feel like he's better at guiding her than um her brother Kevin is even because she goes to Kevin for help a lot and and Kevin loves her but he's like, what are you calling? What do you want me to say? Like, I don't really know how to help you. Kevin's into his own. Kevin's but I yeah. Think, yeah, I think it's an understanding level. Oh, like yeah. Toby understands in right. a different way than Kevin does. But I also yeah. wonder yeah. how long Toby has been going to that therapy group. Like, where did his confidence come from? Has it always been there, or did he develop it? And so now he's trying to help Kate get there. Mm. So I'm, I don't. Yeah. I know he's not one of the kids, but I would be interested to see. His story. His yeah. kind of, it is such a different I, way of looking at it, though. It obviously doesn't consume him as it does her. And he can find a way to, like, he's going to try, you know, he's going to try to, like, lose the weight or whatever, but it's not something that is consu- all consuming in his life. Yeah. And that's why he can joke about it and find a balance and say, let's go have fun and not worry about this for a second, which she needs. So he's kind of she a perfect balance mm-hmm. right now. And she did it. And it was great. Until she was having a good time. An hour and, yeah. later, and it's back to it. So I don't know how, I don't even know. At least her whole life. I think it was important for her to see that she could get out of the house and dance. And kind of when that moment when everyone was looking at them, mm-hmm. I was like, but are they looking at them because they're being the uncool kids in the super, like, I'm cooler than you, L.A. party dancing? Because to me, that's what I would have thought if I was dancing. But because she's sensitive about her weight, she's like, oh, they're laughing at me because I'm a fat fat. girl dancing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't, I couldn't tell in that moment if it was like in her head or if people were just being really mean to her. Right. And I think that's the point. Yeah. I was going to say, I would say that that second guy that was kind of smiling, I think he was just happy for them enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was laughing. That first girl was laughing. And again, that could have been about something completely separate mm-hmm. from Well, don't Kate. you think that's life, think, Yeah. We exactly. all read into what everybody else may think of us when actually that could have not even crossed their mind and it's us being paranoid. Right. Which obviously she's dealt with since she was eight years old worrying about people 
thinking she's overweight or whatever it is. So very much, I think it was put there. Yeah. So we think it's in her head. And again, it's this, you can look at it from every angle too. Is, is also could be those girls had their insecurities there. They're looking all like your beautiful LA girls who are then too like you know scared to go out there and dance and to yeah, they you know like they're too insecure they're too yeah everybody has something I thought what was going to make me sad in that moment though was I didn't like how she had started to you know they put the camera on his shoes and him dancing and her focus on him and I thought at that time she was going to choose to run from him and just be like mm. never mind you know this isn't right for me you're not right for me I thought she was going to push him away because she looked critical of what he was doing and thinking right. that oh no like everyone is laughing at us and so I was glad that that didn't happen the one thing I worry about and maybe it's some sort of a prediction is just that she's going to rely on him so much for kind of bringing the the opposite thought process to everything to where it's going to get to the point where it's going to be a little too hard on him if this is all that she harps on which is very hard to do which is good that they're going to this meeting at some point this happy-go-lucky guy who is confident in who he is and confident in how much he likes her that's going to be hard because this is going to be something that she focuses on constantly, compulsively, that it may push him away in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm going to That's take a right, right thing. I'll take a positive angle on that. Sometimes when you're around such positivity, that works its way into your subconscious. So it could also be where one day she's going to wake up and look at herself in the mirror and see herself in a different light, not realizing that she's actually taken the positivity, the confidence, and his love. yeah, into herself. Mm-hmm. So, so that'd be yeah. interesting. To see which way it'll go. Their can, relationship's exciting to see. Yeah, it is. We can throw in a small tidbit since we're talking about the meetings. Is that the skinny girl in the meeting is actually Dan Fogelman's wife? Oh, uh, yeah. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, they learn. So that yeah. So what did you think about her outburst in the meeting? <laughs> I think sometimes uh, you can just it, it isn't just that just like what everybody else is thinking way. though. Like, isn't sometimes you you know everybody has those thoughts? Like, really, girl, you gonna go throw? $10 worth of Wendy's away. She's so proud of it, but she's trying to be realistic about it. You're really going to do that. Or you don't, you step on a scale and you don't see that you weigh 105. Yeah. Like, I see what she, it's the frustrations that build. And obviously not directed at these people specifically, but it's her own. And too, didn't she have Kevin's invite to that party in her mind? In her like, mind. playing over. She's like, yeah. How, what am I going to wear? How am I going to look? You know, so it's that. And then you hear somebody else complaining, oh, about throwing Wendy's out the window. And she's like, oh, God, really? Yeah. You don't have to go and stand in a room full of, like, skinny minis and feel subconscious. Well, let's yeah. be honest. Hollywood, it, it ain't easy for anybody most no. of the no. time. Everybody's no. going to have some sort of struggle. Yeah. Guess what? We're all fat in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Every, none of us here can ever lose enough weight to be skinny enough to be in Hollywood. Because that is, like, you, there's just, like, if you meet, a, like, a movie star, they're skeletal. And they're like, I'm just trying to lose five pounds. I'm just trying to like, because it just, it's just the business. It doesn't mean it's fair, but like she knows she's going into that. And she's like, I'm not only going to be around normal people. I'm going to be around abnormally thin, fit, probably judgmental people. It's Equinox out of Hollywood. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But that's what's so great about the show is look at all the diverse types of people we're getting on this and how raw and real it is for anybody like us who can relate to something. Everybody has some sort of insecurity and the show kind of pulls that out. So Kevin especially, we see a little bit more of his insecurity from when he was an eight-year-old boy and couldn't really stand up for his brother Mm -hmm. to how where he is now Mm -hmm. and can he really stand up for himself. So let's talk about Kevin. He's one cutie, though, yeah. isn't he? I didn't think Kevin's a cute. He's a stud. Go, Kevin. And cute as a little kid, too. Little Kevin's cute. Mm-hmm. 
Kevin yeah. has you not. You don't like Kevin. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin has not earned it for me yet. I really, really still think that he's terribly cringy as a character. I love the actor. He does a great job playing a terrible person. Um, I think that the best part about Kevin is that he has a love for his sister, which is very sweet and honest and real. Doesn't really seem to take care of his brother, but I think there's something there, and I think he feels bad about that, and I think that he's coming into his own, although he's in his late 30s. It's a little bit late to start right. taking care of your brother. So again, I don't I don't really like Kevin still. I don't... I don't... Like, oh, oh, yeah. darn, I'm going to have to go back to my show and make my two, other $2 million. Like... This is I'm what's in here. Another, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I don't think we're probably going to be on the same side on yeah, this one. Yeah, because I don't dislike him. And first of all, yes, I don't either. I love him, and granted, I do work on The Young and the Restless, so I loved him <laughs> on The Young and the Restless and <laughs> work with him. So I'm a little biased, but um, no, I don't hate his character. I, I, I do. I did not like the way he treated his brother in this episode and learning those kinds of things as but, a young kid, right? But, yeah, as a kid, but yeah. but as as an actor standing up for himself. I actually applauded what he did in that moment last episode, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad choices made in Hollywood, and people make you do stuff that you don't that isn't artistic and isn't your creative vision. And I feel like and he finally to ruin your career, one right, person, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like you know he he had that moment where he did that amazing scene with Alan Thicke, and that was where he actually felt like, yes, this is what I busted my ass to be doing, and this is what I want it to feel like. And these are the kind of moments I want to have, but they're making me be a dumbass and take my shirt off all the time and have a baby sucking my boobie. You know, like I get it. Like you <laughs> that know, that was the yeah. worst thing to watch. Yeah. You're like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. So I know. So I kind of understood the fit of just like having it okay. enough. Like this isn't this isn't what I've been training and working hard for. And now just let me go. Like you don't even have to pay me the rest of my contract. Let me go. You be you. You do what you want. And let me be. I'll me. get out of it. Let me do my thing. I, I think that's fair, and I think that's standing up for what he wants. Oh, I just so I so no, please. We want disagreement. Yeah, we want yeah. For me, I just I think he's. I think that if he is that, if he needs to be that artistic, then go do ninety nine scene theater that pays nothing in Pasadena on the weekends. And don't care about your show. Like, you, it's, he's being ungrateful. Well, that seems like where he's going to go. By the yeah. end, he's saying, I'm going to move to New York yeah. and work in theater. So, yes. it I, might I was like, yeah. I want to take it back for a second. Because I want to take it back to him as a little kid. And they're calling Randall Webster. Oh, and he oh, obviously, was... his mom's trying to say, you got to watch out for your brother. Yeah. And trying to te- instill those values of, like, family's important. Stand up to people. Don't let people walk all over you. Be a leader, not a follower. Mm-hmm. You can see he wasn't able to do that. You hear him on the phone tonight with Randall say specifically of course I care what everyone thinks you know Mm -hmm. that so here we go again that gutted me yeah but this is the whole point he's always been that way what I think is great to see he doesn't care what people think of his sister when he brings her around everywhere. Right. Yeah. Not at all is he ashamed or embarrassed of that, which he shouldn't be. That's love. Yeah. He's a genuinely loving human, but he's selfish too. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. see he's selfish at least in, two, in his relationship with Randall. He hasn't called him. He talks to his sister. He doesn't really talk to his brother. But I think that's because of the guilt he feels from how he treated him growing up. Yeah. I also have to say, you know, I have a lot of brothers and they don't talk to each other, but they'll talk to me. Because mm. I think it's a, maybe yeah, a feminine energy thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Guys yeah. are not super, in my experience, guys are not great at keeping up with the men that they love in their life. Yeah. Maybe because they're not taught to. I don't, I don't know. I totally think, agree with you. That, yeah. My family has that, yeah. too. The one thing I'm impressed 
with Kevin for is that he did stand up for himself with a guy who was threatening to ruin his career and knock him off the, like, not let anybody care about him at all anymore. And it's like, if that's how he feels and he's really trying to figure out who he is and what matters to him, which everyone should do without being afraid or scared to kind of follow that, he did it. And that's huge. I mean, that's that, huge. Mr. Manning, Brad Garrett. I, I mean, the head it. of the network, so that's like a Les Moonbez. You know, somebody so standing up to somebody like that, it takes... And who I mean, was his agent? Major... Was he at CAA? You think he was at CAA <laughs> in Culver when he was at his meeting? When he was at yeah. 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 yeah, oh, for sure. He Top agency. Star, 100%. So funny. I love how they pull scene. that in. So we've got Hollywood and we've got Philadelphia, right? Or Pittsburgh. Also, can we please have Katie Seagal on? Yeah. She's like the best blockbusting yeah. agent of all time. Like I enjoy, I enjoy her and everything, but like seeing her, I was like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. she's gonna rip up a new one. It was so good. It was just fun. She to was. See. I was like, excited to see her mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I don't know. That was just so good in general. But now we're finally seeing like all these things that happen to you when you're a kid and how it carries with you, and you have to figure out ways to handle that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're both trying to do. They have people that are coming to their lives like Toby who could help Kate. And then he's going to make a decision for himself to say, you know what? Forget it. I'm moving. I'm going to start over and figure it out. Just connecting the three of them, though, I do like Mm -hmm. this perceived perfection is not always what it looks like. More so for Randall and Kevin. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we can look from the outside in at an actor's life and be like, oh, you have the car, you have the house, you have the notoriety, whatever. And he's sitting there... Like, I don't want this. I want something else. And the same with Randall. It's jumping ahead a little bit. Sorry. Um, Let's get to Randall. We'll go ahead and start talking about him. When Rebecca's talking to him and is basically saying, or she says to him, promise me you'll always be good. I think that Mm -hmm. stuck with him. Mm -hmm. And that's why when Kevin calls him, knowing how Kevin has treated him, he's still able to be like, okay, deep breath. Let's go through it. You know, because that's who he is and that's what stuck with him and he mm-hmm. sees this woman saved my life my dad William got rid of me and put me in a fire department and then this woman came and took me in so he's gonna listen to what she says and it's gonna affect him and impact mm-hmm. him that way just like anyone at that age when someone like respecting authority or whatever it is that mm-hmm. molds you like nature versus nurture mm-hmm. but it does affect you and it impacts you forever mm-hmm. So, little Randall, you could tell he was a smart one. You could tell he was witty when he came back at his mom with the same thing she had just said. Like, I love the little dude. Mm -hmm. And how sad it must be to be like, I want my brother on my side and to constantly feel like he's not measuring up to something that's good enough for his brother, you know? Got it. One thing I'm loving about the show, too, is just all the, like, little subtle moments that just speaks so much. It's like you were talking about in that moment when they had that conversation. He sits the phone out like he's like, you know, yeah. like, like he here knows. We go again. Yeah, here we go again. He, he wants something from me. His life is now. He's having problems. Meanwhile, I have my dad. You know, he's trying to. He's in his house trying to talk to his kids about cocaine. Like, he's yeah. got his own yeah. things going on, but he knows nothing about anything in his life. And he doesn't ask. And he doesn't no, ask. Mm-hmm. doesn't ask. But just that simple moment of, and then he then he goes back, and it's like I don't know. They're just such so real and just so. It'll like, be so interesting yeah. as they grow up and how they get to high school and what that relationship's like then, because yeah. you know they're obviously going in very different directions. Yeah. But let's talk about Randall and his family because Beth is like killing it. She yeah. is, she yeah. is a good wife. Yeah. We she love her for so her good. husband. Yeah, I love it. Someone I commented, it. "I need me a ride." Yeah, yeah. Chip, like Randall's <laughs> like, nice Preach. comment, East Blue Drew. We see you. We love that. <laughs> we also have, 
We, we were like praising her. And one of them did say earlier that I did want to address that Toby needs his own spin off show, and I would have it. Yes. I would say it needs to be a comedy. I was just going to say that's what he'll say before every commercial break. Yeah. I love it because he's making fun of the fact that they're at this. He's just great. He's like, you have to take me. You don't have a choice. I love it. I love it. Real peacock. Is the hat too much? No, the hat makes it. Yes, the hat makes it. Randall, don't dole yourself for cool people. Oh, he so let's talk about Randall and his kids are the cutest and you see yes. William really kind of wanting to be a part of this Beth being skeptical as I think any good wife would be yeah. because this is your husband's like he this is where he's hurt this is where he got hurt in his mm-hmm. life so of course you're going to be protective of him and he's Randall it's that's all another thing about him he's so giving so even when Kevin's calling him selfish or when his dad's asking for money not a thought yeah. about not yeah. like handing it over not a thought that he could be going and buying He's drugs. He's the caretaker. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He is literally a stand-up solid dude. Mm-hmm. A lot to do with Jack and Rebecca raising him, too, mm-hmm. I think. But... I don't know. That poor guy. I mean, he's a partner at his law firm. You see him working out at all. T- like, he's really always trying to be perfect. Mm-hmm. What a mm-hmm. hard thing to do to in together. life. Yeah. And thank goodness yeah. for Beth, who can kind of bring him back to real life sometimes. They're a good balance as well. And kind of going back to what I was saying last week about him growing up being different from the rest of his family, there's, I think there was an added pressure of, I have to be perfect because everybody knows I'm not biologically their son. So constantly overcompensating is what I wrote down. He's always overcompensating to like be the best he can be. Mm -hmm. It's a hard thing to do your whole life. Yep. Yeah. And he's still opening up his heart to his dad too, which I think is kind of an amazing thing. I think he feels, you know, in a a way not wanted everywhere he goes. He's got to prove himself over and over again to his dad and to his family and to his wife. And like, just like he's trying to be perfect. Like Rebecca was trying to be perfect. Perfect mom. We saw earlier in the episode and it wasn't working with, uh, Jack, I don't know. I think uh, some of the people in the, in the chat mentioned that each insecurity of the child is because of Rebecca, but I would also say it has a lot to do with Jack having a drinking problem and not really being around for bedtime every night. I think those things are starting to filter in mm-hmm. to their insecurity, maybe. Which we'll see a lot more. The kids are eating more. The relationship. I don't know. How is each kid going to act out? It'll be interesting going mm-hmm. into middle school and stuff. Well, it's we heard a little bit about Kate and her eyeliner phase. Yeah, that was a little sneak peek of teenage yeah. years, I guess. Mom yeah. and dad didn't raise whores. That's, well, yeah. that's a good good line there, Randall. <laughs> Randall. But Beth, really sitting down with William yeah. to say, "Hey, I, I have some tough questions. You need to answer me because you're coming into not only my husband's life but my daughter's life. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about cocaine, and yeah. she's six years old at the breakfast so table. Let's, let's get real." So interesting. I love how they were waiting there. They were like, eh, that, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I also love that Randall comes in right at the right time before someone gets really hurt by something. Right. By Beth before. saying, no, I want you to leave. He came in right before. And then she realizes her mistake and calls herself out. Yeah. Which I thought was great, too. That was too. so yeah. sweet. Well, and I love also that he wasn't going and doing drugs. You know, I love the Just fact that he had a cat. Cat named Clooney. My dog's named Clooney. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> love <that>. him already. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just I like that the, t- the trailer did a good job of teasing us on that because you're like, mm-hmm. oh no, please don't, mm-hmm. you know, go down or that route. Or is he not or sick? Like, and yeah. Is he lying? Yeah. So I, I like the way this was good. This is good. But they also show you though. No, I actually don't. I do think he's sick, but I do think is he that sick though. I actually believe mm-hmm. it, and I think this is the way the show shows you like what love can do and what family can do and how they when it comes together it can really like. 
give something to somebody who may be losing it all. Like, no matter what, if he dies in a month, he's going to feel somewhat more fulfilled than he did when he didn't know these mm-hmm. people. And I think it's making him, giving him something to live for. And well, when he kind of said that, that like, yeah. I'm finally excited to, yeah. Mm-hmm. To, I don't yeah. feel as bad as I was. And it's cute to see him interact with the family, giving the girl, the you know, girl. giving the answer. Who's the monster like, outside? Yeah. He was being cute with the girls, yeah. and that was Beth. <laughs> yeah. But I know, I think it's a really, it's just such a raw, like, real show that I don't even know. It, like, yeah. gets me so hardcore. Like, at my core, I'm just like, oh! And it to does. go off of what you're saying, Amber, I think he is sick because sometimes I feel once you get to a certain point in your life, you have no need to lie. And so if he is at the point where any day he could be gone, why would he leave this family that he's just getting acquainted with? Yeah, especially because Randall came into his life. It wasn't like he reached out looking for Randall, wanting money or wanting something like that. Randall came to him. There's there's something. There's something the dad is withholding or amplifying that doesn't need to be amplified to get pity. Like, there's there's some... Either he's sick, but he's not that sick... Or he has a cat, but he doesn't really have asthma. Like, there's, there's some, there's Well, I think you're something... saying he couldn't bring the cat because the child had asthma. Yeah. So he wasn't going to ask that knowing there's that... There's something. Well, I think I don't know maybe we is. just don't know what his real mom was like. And maybe that's something that we don't know the full story. Maybe his dad wasn't as horrible of a guy and he's not trying... I don't know. There's so yeah. many things that it no, could No, I be. like him. I just, there's, I feel like there's something else to that man's story that, like, we're going to find out a few episodes from now. And I'm, I'm sure we will. just... I don't know what it is, so I don't mm. want to save it. Like, I'm picking up on something weird mm-hmm. with that character. I do feel something, mm. too, but I'll save that. Yeah. I'll save that for predictions. Okay. Well, I guess the, we should talk about Jack and Rebecca and kind of what's going mm-hmm. on there. Because we see them kind of at this beginning stage of, like, they're raising kids now. How different it was when they were just so in love and she was dancing with a cupcake and, you know, he was <laughs> half naked. You know? And it's like, now they're they're dealing with a lot. She's raising three kids. He's going off to work. Their relationship isn't just about them. Mm-hmm. And you can see it's really taking a toll on both of them. That's so interesting. Someone in the chat said, do you think that, um, that the Randall became more like the mom and that the other two triplets if you will became like jack the dad and at first i was like no because they're not out drinking every night but actually kate and kevin are actually much more concerned with themselves and maybe um not medicating but kind of escaping in a way whereas randall's like gotta do the right thing I don't know. I think they all just have different aspects of them. You know, I don't know. We don't know a lot about the story yet. I don't, we don't think we can say Jack he's either. a complete That's... alcoholic at this point. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. we've seen him once go out and drink, and now he's saying he's going to stop. So I don't think that I can necessarily judge him yet until we right. see if that continues. What I wonder is, and I don't know how they're going to do the flashbacks on the show, but I wonder if we're going to see what got Jack to the point that he started going out to the bar after work. I mean, probably in those times, it was kind of what you did after work. You just mm-hmm. went to the bar, but having what did he, What did Miguel say? Two drinks by 5.03, mm-hmm. yeah. might be three in by 5.05. I would like, I would be interested in seeing how he got to that point. Mm-hmm. It I wasn't... Think, yeah. I think we can kind of infer a little bit though, right? It's just... The stress. You, yeah. Of, yeah. And he's not getting that one-on-one time, and he's going home to three kids that you... It's not, like he's not never off. He's going to work and then he's coming home and working more. And sometimes for for people in general, I think that's a lot to handle. 
Yeah, right? I think. Yeah, I agree, and I think that's. Pre- I'm not going to say normal, but I, I think like everybody. When the, to when, have yeah, when the wife is home and the dads, yeah, like the, it's she's well, never the off. guys go and have. She's a couple never of, like, off. Yeah, and they she's just, stressed because she's yeah. at home doing everything, and then by the time, and then he's stressed because he's been working all day. I think and it's like real life stuff. And, like, yeah, real life, yeah. and they have to be. As she mentioned, we need to be a team. I need you to be. A ten here, and I feel like it was kind of just like a gradual thing, like she said. Like maybe it was, maybe he would just have one drink Mm -hmm. at first, but then the hours started getting. It's like, oh, let me keep drinking. I don't want to go home yet. But have you guys ever? Have you? I don't know. I don't know if this is personal or not. But have you guys ever dated anyone who like apologized with gifts? No, no. Like, (laughs) oh, I have. Well, heck, they show up and they're like, "Hey, baby, I got you something," and I'm like. Because you know it's going to be bad. You're like, oh, yeah. what'd you do? Like, what, like, what, like, what is it now? And it's, it's that moment when he kind of came home and he was like, and he was like super tipsy. And mm-hmm. he was yeah. like, hey, you. you know, I've been shopping for you and thinking mm-hmm. about you. And she's like, you were out drunk and I've been waiting for you. And then I've been scared because it's 1980 something and I don't have a cell phone. So no, you haven't been thinking of me. And then he's like, I got you something. And I've like, I just like felt a pit in my stomach because like. I was just like, I've been there, and you're like, cool, so now I have to act excited that you got me something, and we're not going to talk about how you're treating me right now? Oh, that's cool. Like, But then like, but then they, they fought about it, and yeah. they, they ended up working right. out, which I thought was really beautiful, yeah. but I just thought it was so well-written that she was kind of like, like for a minute, she was just like, okay. Right, yeah. and she, and which he realized, too. I think, I don't know, I have to give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt, because it was a thoughtful gift, number one. Mm-hmm. I think he did it after he heard Miguel speaking about yeah. how amazing his wife is, and he realizes that's the case. Maybe they have grown apart a little bit because of all the stuff they're dealing with. No, he gets he shouldn't have done it. He gets she was upset about that. He slept outside the dang bedroom yeah. with his dog. <laughs> like, he loves this woman, yeah. and he got her something that she... Ob- it meant something. Yeah. It wasn't like, here, here's a necklace. Like, Flowers it meant- on the side of the street yeah, or something. Yeah, I just like, think, like, mm-hmm. they're trying. They're both trying. And, like... I agree, yeah. That's why I have to, like, support him a little bit and see where this goes. Oh, it, yeah. I just, like, love them. Yeah. Can we talk about... I want to just... How amazing Mandy Moore was in that monologue, though. That, oh, yeah. that was... Awesome! I thought yeah. she handled it really well, and that was a great moment. It did <laughs> like, come off as real because it's yeah. it looked like she was actually thinking of the words as she was saying yeah. them. Like, how can I say this Ugh. so you'll get it, but not so that I'm coming off as I'm coming off strong, but I'm not coming off as like a bitch, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you knew the speech was kind of coming, but I felt like it just it did feel genuine and. Okay, who wants uh, to talk about the twist because it makes me cringe? Oh, you okay. should. Because you called that. I'll start because I called it. Because, okay, listen, we lingered on uh, uh-huh. helpful Miguel. Get out! Who's <laughs> real helpful. Yeah. He is real helpful to Jack, and he's like, Your wife, you know, I'm not going to tell you to treat her better, but please treat her better because if you don't treat her better, someone will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. And he's like, Someone will. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, You are real thirsty. And you know what? <laughs> when, he, when he came home, because I, I didn't realize how bad Jack and really, and Rebecca's relationship was, so when, when he came home was tipsy, I was like, Mm-mm, Nope. She's gonna she's gonna be fucking Miguel, hundred percent. I knew that was, but but I didn't realize at the end that they were gonna be married. Like I was like, no, I thought it was gonna be a fling. It was so upsetting. I think I was like yelling. I was like, is this a joke? It made me so mad that I can only hope that something drastic 
had to happen to gonna, Jack. Are we going to do that in predictions? Or? Yeah, yeah, we can, exactly. but this was interesting. Renji, 90998. Let's hope. Oh, wait. No, 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 wait. Jazz, but the gift is meaningful. She was wearing it at the end in present day, so when she came with Miguel, I didn't notice that. Mm. Did you guys? Yeah, I saw so it. So she I was wearing it, it when she showed up with Miguel. So, so that think, probably leads uh-huh. into It implies some of something yours. different. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was already are. hoping to get, because yep. I was like, this pisses me off. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. Yeah. Okay, go. Who wants to go? You guys have the yeah. I'll let you theories on the twist. I think he has to die. Oh, yeah. He He's has dying. to die. And as you see a lot, you know, in a lot of TV shows or in real life, like, people you're comfortable with. I'm sure Miguel was a helping hand and a shoulder to cry on that eventually it built to that. But I think something like that had to happen. Their love is just so, like, mm-hmm. what everybody should want and aspire to have. Even yeah. th- they go through the ups and downs, but they come back together. Like, something drastic has to happen to him. I see a car oh. crash. Ooh. I just see a car how crash. How old? So she looked about how I, old. Well, if he's 36... She'd be about what? 60? 50, 60. 60. Yeah. Well, she looked real good for yeah. 60. Yeah, they try to age her up. I'm like, she yeah. looks She looks too good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> At first, I wanted to say, before this thing about the necklace, yeah, which I didn't realize, I was going to say that maybe he did stop drinking for a while, but then somewhere later, like in the kids' teenage years or when things maybe got tough when again, they left yeah, they- that maybe he started drinking again or just had a like one night where he'd got drunk and then had a car accident where I, he was drunk yeah, driving. Ooh, but, I but, but I don't know if she'd be wearing that at that. I don't think so. So I think maybe it was... I maybe think, I'm still going to go car crash, but I think it wasn't his fault. And, um, okay, go. <laughs> bouncing off of that just really quickly, the reason I don't think it was anything bad is because they still speak... In the pilot, they spoke highly of their father. So I don't think Correct. if anything had gone wrong in the marriage, they would be like... Unless them being apart made them individually better this is gonna mm-hmm. be a like dra- no it's gonna be like a devastating loss and in a way where we're all like oh my gosh yeah. why would they be torn apart like this it's like the notebook yeah and yeah. this is us like you don't want them to die it's gonna be we're gonna be crying they, literally be because, and then and you hear him say hey mom not hey dad of course i'm like oh, what about dad and then it's dang miguel <laughs> i don't even want to see miguel yeah we are <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice dude, and I'm sure he comes in there I and like really Miguel. helps her out. I don't like it. Really I don't like them together. Yeah. That's the problem. I never like that person looming over a marriage. You yeah. know, like I just. And that, yeah, well, we don't know. I mean, I thought for sure that Rebecca, like at the end, was going to be like, "I'm sleeping with someone else." Like I thought she was going to be like, "And I'm cheating on you," but she didn't. And I was like, "Oh, maybe." I, and, which made me think into predictions that. Uh, Jack passes away. Something uh-huh. happens to him. She still wears the necklace because it's like a token from her uh, first marriage. From her first and then love. They, they take a minute. They take a beat. Miguel's there to pick I up the agree. pieces. I think that's what happens. Mm-hmm. I don't think Miguel does anything. Sh- I don't know. Maybe we don't know. I don't think. I don't, so think, so. I don't think she would, and I don't, I don't think either. Jack would. Yeah. I think they're like it's too good of a love, and you see him going through the ups and downs. Like that would be like the. I would be like not watching the show anymore if it had to be something yeah. that horrible. And yeah. they refer to him as grandma and grandpa. Yeah. Which means they've been together for a long right. time. You think, yeah, I guess if she's the because oldest is eight and then six. If that was my stepdad, I'd be like, oh, your grandma's here. Your grandma and right. Bob are here. But like, if, if I had grown up with you know, Bob being my stepdad, it would be mom and dad then. Like, you, yeah. you, that's a long time. Oh, yeah, no. I agree. Maybe like ten Who years? is the mom and dad that Randall was talking about then? When he said mom and dad. Rebecca Miguel. and Miguel. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, because remember, he's like, oh, I'll go up. He, like, his um, 
his birth father's like, oh, I'll go upstairs. And he's like, oh, my mom and dad. No, no, no. Here. I meant when Randall was talking to Kevin, when he said mom and dad didn't raise no he's whores. About the other I think he's talking about Jack. Yeah. Okay. He's talking about Jack. Because okay. we saw we saw the flashback to um, me, you, we, three, the, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I know sometimes I it gets say, hard yeah. to keep it all that all together. <laughs> I was going to say, my only not going into that prediction, but about William is that I think he does something else when he go when he leaves on the bus. I think he goes and he helps people or he mm, goes and he does something that. that keeps him away for so long. Cat, yes, maybe. Maybe yeah. But I think he's doing something else to help people that may have been like him. Hmm. And again, yeah, because he's not that. trying to brag or show out in any kind of way he's just doing it because he needs to do that before he goes mm. so oh, wait, I like that can we all, like that, that yeah. makes sense I want to do one little thing though so we've got some in LA we've got Kevin moving to New York Randall's base is at Pittsburgh and then he said he was getting on a bus to Philadelphia what did he say or was oh, he yeah. he did say he was going to Philadelphia is that where it was okay so yeah. they're based in Pittsburgh okay I'm just trying to I know New York City it is well, unless he was going to Pittsburgh from New York City. Because Pittsburgh is a huge part of it because they're doing stuff like about Steelers and stuff like that. I yeah, that's true. News, so. Should we get to some news and gossip? Yeah. yeah. Okay, might as well. <laughs> but I did read that the Steelers are going to be a huge part of it because the writer like, was, is a huge Steelers fan. Like Grew up there for a little bit mm. before he moved to New Jersey. Nice. So it's like a place he feels his home, which is where they're based. Oh, interesting. So, very interesting, right? He's in a very okay. big skyscraper for... Pennsylvania. I know, <laughs> All right. right? So, Pittsburgh. Okay. Also, you guys, this debuted with 10 million viewers, and it was the biggest debut for, like, the top four networks for 18 to 49 in, like, wow. years. Or wow. since Supergirl. So, kind of amazing. Yeah, like, people nice. are loving it, obviously. The way it's relating yeah. to all of us. I mean, heck, yeah. we love it. You had some news and gossip, too, didn't you? Yes. This Is Us was picked up. Well, they got a full order for their season. They're now Yay. at 18 Yay. episodes. Woo. So That's we'll be here a little yeah. bit longer. Uh, yeah, well, we're going to keep on talking. That's yeah. for sure. Anything else, That's y'all? exciting. Uh, no, I'm just excited to hear yeah. that it got picked up because it just shows, um, you know, the audience that's listening and watching that we're craving original, well-written content, yeah. and it's we're getting rewarded for that. All of us, like, all of y'all, we love mm-hmm. hearing it. Yeah. So let's keep the convo yeah. going until yeah. next week because we Definitely. know we're going to have a lot more to say. Where can they <laughs> keep up the convo with y'all? All righty, guys. Keep the conversation going with me, Erica Shannon, at Miss Airy Baby on Twitter. Thanks so much for watching, guys. You guys can tweet me at Amber Plaster, and you guys can respond to me on the comments on YouTube at Amber Plaster 22. And you can reach me at JJ Jurgens on Twitter, JJ.Jurgens on Instagram. And y'all can follow me at Southern underscore Wit on Twitter and Instagram. Can't wait till next week. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.